Let's roll. Let's roll. Gun safety. You guys having fun with my fucking gun? Nah. Do you want to have fun with my gun later? No, of course I do. Okay, cool. Right now, actually. Yeah. Well, we're rolling now, so <laughs> all, this, all this is going to be put on the internet. It's, she's gay, guys. She's gay. Maybe. She's here. We don't know. She's queer. Get used to it. <laughs> Alright, well we're back and it's episode big three oh. We we finally made it. it took me no two way. years but we Billy's got to, age. Yeah, we got to the big three oh. Yeah. Dirty thirty, huh? <laughs> no. Dirty thirty. Let's not do that. Fucking, uh, <laughs> I'm not quite thirty. I turned twenty eight on Wednesday. Um so Happy we're having, related, we're, brother. Thank you, man. For thank sure. you. We're having a, a little soiree out there, um, so there's a couple people out in my living room. If it, it gets caught up on the microphone, that's what you're hearing. Uh, i got a couple people out there bullshitting out there. But yeah, episode uh, 30 of Your House, Our Rules. And uh, I want to give an introduction. These are two people that I have talked about, uh, had uh, multiple stories with on the podcast, uh, two of my closest friends. Uh, we got Sam Jackson. And uh, up, guys? Bailey Earnhardt, also known as Redline, uh, which you might have heard me uh, refer to her as because she's a big uh, um, DJ in the community and stuff like that, doing some really cool things out there. But if you guys want to introduce yourself real quick and fucking put some shit out there that people might not know, that'd be cool. Ladies first. All right. I'm Bailey. I am also Redline. I, uh, I've been a firefighter for six years. Just quit. Now I'm a construction worker. Living up to the lesbian name. In <laughs> <laughs> a flannel and boots. <laughs> Backwards cap repping all the time. Hell yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so we got uh, Bailey. She does her DJ shit. She also does a lot of things for, like, the community, trying to put on some shows and stuff like that. We might actually go out to Legends tonight and just check it Hell out yeah. and see what we can do. Yep, trying to bring, to bring a little bit of shit to the west side. But we also got this fuck right here. What's up, um, guys? My name is Sam Jackson. I am a welder by trade. I armor up vehicles, basically. I am also an artist. I draw, and I am currently just trying to get more work out of my portfolio so that I can potentially do something with it. Kind of wanted to go into tattooing. Might try to go into graphic design. We'll see. Yep. I gotta, I gotta get you hooked up with those fucking Illustrator and fucking shit like that. We'll I, see, I, man. I, I got you on the yeah, hookup. His art, his art's insane. College never really worked out for me, and I did the, um, I did try to do graphic design at UC Blue Ash, and it didn't really work out. But my professor said I was the most illustrious in my class on Illustrator, but it wouldn't fucking mean shit if I didn't pull up my grades in my other classes. Yeah. And naturally. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know what? Fucking don't don't even sweat that, homie. Like, I've got a college degree in audio video production and like we had to have like graphic design classes as well. Yeah. I remember Andre, who's been on the podcast as well, smile, or, or as well uh, smiles. He was on uh, talking to me uh, privately like, like, yo, so I'm getting out of the military. I'm thinking about going to school for like what you did, audio video production. And like, they all kind of coincide. That and web design. Graphic right. Design. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I was like, I was like, uh, electronic communications, right? Well, if you're going into like UC, UC's electronic media. That's what they're all kind of fucking incorporated into. But yeah, right. that it's actually um, a bachelor's of fine arts that I have. So um, yeah, because you fine. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But I told him straight up when he was trying to get into that. I was like, homie, I was like, you need to understand that this entire community is all about who you know. Fucking, you're just gonna waste. Networking's money huge. Day. Absolutely. Fucking YouTube can teach you. So, and that's, that's something I've, you know, I've accepted that, you know, just 
and college especially is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. I found way more use out of going to trade school. But oh, yeah. you yeah, know, I don't have a degree. Oh, yeah. I didn't give up on my dreams. That's just it'll take a little while longer, yeah. and I'm with it all the way. You just got to make the connections. You're out there doing the damn thing, bro. That's I all you got to do. It. You got talent, and you're gonna go places. We're all going places, goddamn it. Hell yeah, somewhere. Bro. Fuck yeah, I'm trying to get fucking rich and act like I don't know anybody. I'm trying to go to Japan and <laughs> see some anime titties. <laughs> anime titties. <laughs> anime titties are the best. But yeah, let's go ahead and get start start getting popping into uh, the fucking uh, show. So, Bailey sent us uh, this podcast, and I'm going to let her kind of introduce uh, the, this, t- this topic a little bit, but it was, um, what, was the, what was the podcast name? It's called Speak the Truth, yeah. and it's an it's a, it's a ex-army sniper, and he started it because of how the media doesn't portray things how they actually are. And uh, he, if it's opinionated, he states it in that podcast that that is, is, is his opinion. Notice but that. It, I really like that about him. Yeah, he, that, that's why I started bullshit. watching it. He just doesn't He doesn't care what he says. And uh, it, it he's, just being an ex-Army sniper, you would think that he leans more right. But he talks about it. He's like, no, I'm kind of in the middle, and I speak what well, is the truth. I think everyone likes to fucking identify themselves as a moderate. But I mean, from what I heard, and granted, I only listened to like that 30-minute podcast. That's all I've heard from yeah. him. Yeah. He, 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 he did right. sound a little... He well, right. like, yeah. like he, he was... he was When he started it, he was like, I, I didn't vote for vote for Trump or whoever... Who, who cares who you voted for? But he, right. he's like, I didn't vote for Trump uh, in, the, in the election that he won. He's like, I voted for Obama. So, But a lot of the things he says lean both ways. He yeah. just tells it how it is. I mean, us being from the <clears> west side <throat> of Cincinnati, not necessarily you, but, uh, well, I'm from the west side of Cincinnati. Cincinnati is kind of like a slightly right-leaning. The west side, you get a little bit more. It's Still hard. in the greater Cincinnati area. Yeah, See, I'm, I'm from in the middle yeah, of nowhere, it's, though. It's hard not to fucking lean right when you fucking have the amount of fucking Republican fucking bullshit that comes on. Oh, but yeah. he was talking about, uh, the one thing that you wanted to fucking really touch on for this podcast was, uh, he was talking about the NFL, like, yeah. uh, basically back the uh, like defunding the police and stuff like and that. abolishment yeah, like yeah abolishment. It, it was full yeah. full prison abolishment where he was saying that the NFL I I don't know the exact amount of money but they're funding these corporations and stuff of just prison abolishment in general and it you know you can have your opinion on it and whatever but if something goes wrong if say you get robbed say your car gets broken into who do you call doesn't no, matter where you, st- yeah. It doesn't matter where you stand. It you mm-hmm. can hate the police all you want. And I'm not saying there's not bad people in the police force, but there's mm-hmm. bad people everywhere. Yeah. But if anything goes wrong, you call the, you call the police. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely something that, I, I mean, any fucking person in, in their right mind uh, sees the fucking value of having police. Um, it definitely is something that the, the infrastructure that they have might need some train change. Yes, and they yes. might need drastic change in other areas. But when it comes down to it, fucking defunding the entire police is, uh, is not a very good idea. And when you see something as powerful as, like, the NFL, which is the largest sporting fucking event in the United yeah. States, fucking backing these things... It's like, well, this is going to get more people on it, and it might not necessarily have the impact that you want it to, or a fucking positive impact. Yeah, it, it's all about money. Yeah, it's all about money, and that's what it comes down to. But at the same time, uh, it, it is key, key to say that, like, 
as much as it is bad, the whole defunding the police thing comes around with, like, the Black Lives Matter. And mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, like, 70%, 60-70% of the athletes in the NFL are of fucking black uh, heritage. Mm-hmm. And that might be one of the reasons why they're a little bit more willing to, to start backing that shit. And it's one of those things where it is new. Um, we're going to have to see how it pans out and what happens, but... Uh, I, I don't necessarily see an issue with taking steps to to uh, better the police force that we have, but when it comes down to it, it sounds like they're like just straight up backing these companies and, and stuff that are just trying to completely defund it. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to defund Absolutely. it completely. And then like abolishing the prison system where like if, I mean, even now, if you do something that's not like a felony, you go to jail and you're out the next day with no bail. bail. Yeah. So like... It's just holding people accountable for it's dependent things that that things that they did that are wrong, but mm-hmm. they're it's like they're too afraid to actually punish the people that are doing things that are bad. Yeah, and it, it's all because of uh you know people saying that police are bad people and everything like that. Yeah, there are some police that are bad people. Um, it, 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 hitting on the whole prison thing, I didn't even hear that in the podcast. I was like trimming my shit when I was listening. He kind of glossed over. It, it was, yeah. was kind of yeah. implied he, he, within he, the whole he, thing. He, he, he said it, but he, he. But the the prison system is definitely something that needs a lot of change. It, I it, I agree. It, it, it's, it's completely it, it's fucked. I mean, the the things that fucking they do to our black community, like planting drugs and like fueling the fucking prison systems with that is and the privatized uh, is prisons absolutely. is the worst of it. Yeah, and the, the fact you know, that we corporate we have, owned. The yeah, it's, it, again, it's money. It's all yeah. money. Yeah, and it's all money. And the thing about it, like, the the whole idea of private prisons to me has always been fucking just the wildest idea. Like, that oh, should yeah. be something that's sanctioned by a fucking government entity, not something that's privately owned by one person that can make the fucking rules and yeah. shit like that. Well, and, and, like, if you have money, like, say a celebrity goes to prison for doing something that's really bad, mm-hmm. they get treated better in prison. Yeah. And we all know that. And that's the and problem. That with our, sucks. That's the problem with our prison system as well. If you're like a white male, I know fucking straight up. Like if I get pulled over by a cop or something like that, like I'm gonna have a lot easier time than if I was like yeah. Max. Like I've seen all that shit happen fucking right in front of my eyes. Where, where like fucking get pulled over by a cop and they'll fucking walk up with a fucking their hand on their pistol with an unholstered pistol and shit like that. And it's like yeah, you know, that that's fucked. When we see shit like that, it's like there's definitely skewing towards one side and like it's something that we need we need equality and we are constantly building towards equality I generally uh, uh, believe that um, it's only been like what 70 years since the civil rights movement and like like black people have actually gotten the freedoms that they deserve yeah. and like that's on the scale of history that we've had even in the United States not necessarily even in the, the entire world like on the scale of things like those are large steps that we've had mm-hmm. and we, we can see it in our everyday society like when I was a kid like even something like like being gay like it was demonized back oh hell when yeah I was a kid. Uh, hell yeah and i mean like, even okay. like my parents when i came out they were like they it was it was bad for me but then they were like we're worried about how other people are going to treat you and i said in your generation that's how it was and i understand that but now that's not how it is anymore mm-hmm. like i've i there's very rare there's very rare times where i've ever had someone actually be discriminative towards me for being gay and i was in uh, i was on the fire department so i was in an all-male dominated Mm -hmm. pretty much job and they didn't give a fuck what i was 
No. If I could do the job, I did the fucking job. Yeah. yeah, we definitely are seeing a lot of changes in the younger generation, I have hope. I think one of the things that's going on with it, though, is a lot of the people who are in power are from older generation yeah. that just really do not understand it, it is dying what out. really is. Sure, yeah. and you, know, you think about it, really, but segregation was not that long ago in the grand, scheme, in the grand scheme of things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there are still people alive from those times that just haven't changed the way they think and they pass that down to you know their children it's Mm -hmm. i i firmly believe that you know homophobia racism all that it's not you don't you're not born with it you know you're raised yeah you're you're taught you're taught that belief absolutely yeah and you know with 2020 coming out and everything that happened last year you we've seen a lot of corporations and businesses realign their interest to you know basically continue thriving during these times mm-hmm. continue fucking making yeah money. whether they actually align with these interests or not but yeah. like bringing it back to the nfl you know they are 100 percent definitely guilty of that they've well, gone well, out and with, Ka- with colin kaepernick absolutely like with with oh my all god that. dude my dad he, he oh. straight a boycott oh the NFL so did so that. did my parents they they were like we're we're not doing this anymore and i was like why like this does nothing to help you like it, it they're doing it because, like, yes, some people in that in in the NFL align with what they're doing, but they're doing it for the money, and that sucks. They shouldn't be doing it for the money, but but like how like Kaepernick with Nike in the in the Speak the Truth podcast, he was he was saying he was like they didn't give a fuck about what actually was going on. They didn't care that he was doing that, but they knew that they had people that aligned with what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And so they went along with it, and it was all to make money for, from it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like it's like that it's like the documentary that Keith had us had he yeah. wanted to bring up in this podcast. The bleeding edge. Yeah, it, it's that that it goes along with um, medical supplies. Yeah. And how they don't care about how it's how how it's made or if it even passes the CDC's guidelines right. correctly. So so I'm just gonna break in here real quick um so if you haven't go ahead and check out the bleeding edge edge on netflix um it is a documentary that uh it's about an hour and a half long that really like describes some of the things that are going on with like not necessarily the medical field like like vaccines and stuff like that but the medical hardwares that are getting released and so what was going on was these corporations that are making large amounts of money off the hardware that they are selling to, like, fucking hip replacements. Or uh, it was called Esher, right? Yeah, Esher. It's a birth control. Yeah, the birth control. They're also thing. talking about prosthetics. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. What the prosthetics themselves yeah. were made out and of. And they yep. even had that machine where it's, like, rather than having, like, a, a scalpel, like, an actual using your hands and stuff like that, it was a machine that you oh, could... Oh, the, ro- like, the robot to, welder, yeah, the Da Vinci. Yeah, yeah. That, that could do that. But the, the point of the matter was that these Not corporations the were having <laughs> robot surgeons yeah the, the point was that they had these um hardwares that, that they're releasing these large corporations are that are making money and because of all the guidelines that they had to follow in order to get these on the market they came up with this thing that was called the 501k which is a process that if 510k 510K. Yeah, yeah. Five, five, yeah, you were, uh, you were doing 401K. 510K. 510K. You, caught, you caught my bullshit. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you for catching me on that one. But it's called the 510K, which is this process that essentially says that, like, if we have, like, that what they did was the hip replacement. If they have something that's a hip replacement 
and they release a new type of hip replacement, as long as it's close enough to the previous fucking hip replacement that they had, then they don't have to go through near as many guidelines. Well, when you look at that, and it creates, like, the spider webbing effect, where, like, you do it once, and then the fucking second one matches a little bit less, the third one matches a little bit less, next thing you know, fucking five times down the line, it's vastly different than yeah. what they had before. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's one of the things now where, like, if you looked at the 70s, what the FDA had to do to get approved some of this hardware, uh, it was, like... Well, they only had the one process, but now that the 510K has come out, in the past, like, five, six years or whatever, like, 95% of the hardware that is coming out is going through that process, and it's, like, yep. a really bad thing. And these comp- companies are making a lot of money. Well, it's it's a really bad thing because they, it, it doesn't matter if the thing, bef- like, the thing that started it all, the thing that started the whole hip replacement, it doesn't matter if that has been recalled. They can go off of that and still get approved because that has already been approved. Yeah. The recall doesn't matter. So they can take anything and just go off of it. And it doesn't matter if you change just a tiny thing in it. It's still not a good medical device. Yeah. And they were they were talking some things like the, the hip replacement and stuff. I think because they had that one guy who was featured on it who had a cobalt hip replacement. Mm-hmm. So it, it, was was a, a, it was a metal ball on a metal joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, but it was, it was made out of cobalt. Yeah, yep. they, have, they have multiple different ones, but they had cobalt, and the thing about it was it was made out of a new metal, but it matched closely enough to the fucking previous one that they allowed it to do. But the thing was that this cobalt was, like, leaking off into their system and stuff like that, and they were getting cobalt poisoning. It, it was is, liquefying yeah, in their hip. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was, like, liquefying the inside of the joint or something like mm-hmm. that and spreading out, and they ended up getting cobalt poisoning which is similar to like mercury poisoning where like people are having like straight up hallucinations it was affecting them on a neurological kind of level it was like they had alzheimer's but they they don't it's just the poisoning that or the poison that's in their system in fact a lot lot of of doctors weren't checking it a lot of people were on that documentary thought they had dementia alzheimer's and they didn't know where to go they just completely wrote it off as it was completely something else they got that's dangerous they got really lucky because the guy who was the main point of that dude with the hip hip replacement he was an actual doctor yeah he was a a surgeon he he did it. so he realized when the the stuff was happening he's like hey you know what uh i had this hip replacement that's when everything started changing he looked into it i got cobalt poisoning this shit needs to come off the market and the thing about it is these corporations are actively trying to silence these people and continue to fucking do the thing. Uh, yeah, well, like like the 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 Esher thing. Esher was the big the, center. It was, the, it was during their clinical trials, right? That well, they well, they to... didn't have they didn't have the correct clinical tri- trials for it, and so like the Esher thing, they had that the spokes they had the spokesperson that they paid. She got the birth control. It was a thing that would sterilize women, basically. It was a metal spring, basically, that they would put inside of the fallopian tubes. Mm-hmm. Had, like, a mesh and coil. Yeah, it had, a, it had a coil on it. It was a coil. It's just a spring. Yeah, it's just a spring where it, it aggravated the inside of the fallopian tube where it would close it. Well, it would expand. And it caused an when inflammatory response. Well, well, it response. caused an inflammatory response. Yeah, well, where yeah. It, but it, the, thing, the thing about it was when they put it up, it would fit into the fallopian tube, and then when they would get it up there, they would fucking make the, the spring expand, and it would... Oh. Yeah. When it would expand, it would fucking irritate yeah, the skin, it would irritate and it, it. Would, it would close around it. Yeah. So yeah, you know. it would cause it to scar. So it was, it, yeah, it just caused a bunch of scar tissue. So you couldn't obviously get uh, your eggs to drop. That's how it was sterilized women. But they didn't do the correct testing on it to where the spokesperson, she was one of the first people to get it, and when she got it, 
she was fine for a little bit and then when it went on she had she kept having really bad bleeding mm-hmm. and she was like why am well, i having this I, I you you touched on that and i'm glad you touched on it the the one thing that really was like fucking absolutely insane about that thing was they have the, like these facebook groups that are getting set up by these yeah. women that are having all these issues and they all have the fucking e-shirt and they're doing this thing and the spokeswoman who was the one who initially fucking got it and was like putting it uh, out to like commercially to the the people mm-hmm. and stuff like that. She had seen all these emails where people were like emailing mm-hmm. her about it, emailing about her like we're having this problem, this problem, this problem. And it wasn't until someone asked, "I just want to know if you're yeah. okay." Yeah, what <clears> really, what your medical really symptoms? Really yeah, what your mm-hmm. symptoms are? Yeah. How how do you feel after having this? And the thing that got me about that too is the uh, they would have these panels where they would be like, "Hey, how do you feel with this?" In uh, good, great, excellent, whatever, like a rating system for it. And to put it on uh, like a commercial, it, they would have like 99% of women said that they've had excellent results for this product. Mm-hmm. But they, she said that she's noticed that the people would, they'd be like, all right, so uh, how do you, do you have any pain with this? And they're like, well, I have a pain in my abdomen, but I don't, I don't yeah. know what but this is from. But is it preventing yeah, you but, from but have Yeah, but are you getting pregnant? And they're like, no. They're like, well, it's doing its job then. Yeah. And they're like, well, I guess. Like, and so you and have you're to right. Just, quite, just quick side note with that too. They proved that it was like six times less reliable than other uh, um, pregnancy preventions. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, in pregnancy prevention in general is horrible. Like I, I have been with women that have been on the pill and being on the pill, if they miss one day, mm-hmm. they're insane. And it's not because it's not because they're actually like crazy. It just fucks with your hormones yeah, so much hormone that it, it just is horrible. Yeah. That's why, I mean, I, I'm a lesbian and I don't <clears throat> need to go on the pill, but the pill doesn't just help with pregnancy pre- prevention. It helps with other things like periods and stuff like that. She's but, lying. We'd be fucking on <laughs> <laughs> Red <laughs> but but like it just it, it just fucks with everything and I don't know it, it's crazy yeah it, it's a crazy little thing the the one thing that I really got with it bringing it back around a little bit was they, they were testing them and they were asking them these questions and they all of them were uh, geared towards just the pregnancy prevention not what that was happening uh, actually happening yeah the real crazy thing that I saw about it was they were actively changing the fucking yes. notes and stuff. Yes. Like oh yeah. Yeah. Just crossing it off. Yeah, they were yeah, crossing, crossing it, out. it out and put different answers. Like yeah. they, they did not. The women actually did not say. Yeah, that's like, crazy. If you, if you, I highly recommend that you watch the documentary because it can explain it a lot it, better it than is we awesome. can. But it, it, it's some absolute fuck shit. I think. And, um, sorry. I think the biggest thing though that just blew my mind out of it was the fact that after all these women had you know gotten this. Um, you know, Easter. birth control protection, Easter, um, the do- all the doctors and stuff, like, they were only followed up on for maybe, like, four months. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this is a permanent procedure. Yes, these mm-hmm. women have been dealing with this yep. for years. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. the part that completely and, is just... And it's irreversible on a lot of accounts. Exactly. Some oh, of yeah. them, some of them they can go... But when you're putting a fucking coil into a fucking someone's fallopian tube and it fucking makes all the skin swell around it to fucking yeah, close it, it all it up. Yeah, it scars. You like, can't get it out. Yeah, you, you, can, you can, but the thing about it was it breaks off and then you're just picking fucking little well, bits of yeah, metal yes, out of a swollen yes. fucking thing. So, well, and then... The, like the guy got his... Being, you can't get it out. Like the, the guy got his dick cut up when he was trying to fuck his wife yeah, yeah. oh gosh yeah Man. well that yeah well that was for the mesh but they 
they also she was they were talking about in the documentary how the doctors were trained to put it in and if they missed say it misfired when they put it in they just they would just put another one in so they just had these fragments of metal and coil in their uterus and stuff some women with like six to eight yeah that's crazy to me because why wouldn't why wouldn't a doctor like a lot of doctors are great, but why wouldn't a doctor be like, hmm, I probably should take that out of that woman's body. The one dude that, said it. He was like, most doctors are looking out for your well-being, but there's other ones. Yeah, that, that is just out. a huge malpractice thing, and it, it just, it, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that that's one of the things I've always told people, because, you know, some people come up to me, and they're like, they're talking about, like, you know, their depression or something like that, and they're talking about how their doctor is prescribing this and describing that, prescribing them that and stuff like that, and I'm like, they're like, well, my doctor said it was okay, so it's okay. Look, at the end of the ah. day, doctors are humans. Yeah. They're fucking fallible. They're able to make mistakes. And at yep. the same time, we live in the United States of America, which heavily profits off fucking some of the hardware and fucking shit that is going on. Yeah. And that was the big thing that I noticed with it that we can relate to today's because it's a documentary from 2018. But Johnson & Johnson was the one that did the mesh, the, correct? The vaginal yep. mesh, yes. yeah. So they were the ones who were responsible for that. And, like, they have fucking uh, video evidence or, like, video interviews of them going through, like, their trials and stuff like that where they're, like, joking about yeah. fucking how it's fucking people up and shit like yep. that. They and see- now you look into fucking today's society where we have the coronavirus and Johnson & Johnson is one of the bigger fucking vaccines that yep. we're getting for it. It's like, how reliable are these well, people? Well, you what, what going to, if you want to take it to Corona vaccines and stuff like that. The companies that came out with that mm-hmm. profited so much. Their stocks flew through the yeah, roof. Yeah, fucking Pfizer and Johnson Johnson yeah. are in the top ten best selling stocks. They the they yeah. like they they flew through the roof and like going to the vaginal mesh thing. Uh, in the in the documentary, it said that to make the actual vaginal mesh, which is just a, it's actually a hernia mesh. It helps with hernias. But they were like, all right, well, I think this could help. What a vaginal mesh does, it helps women that have had babies. Isn't it uh, for, like prolapsed vaginas? Yeah, it, it helps them. So like a lot of pregnant or a lot of people that have women have that have babies, um, when they sneeze, they pee. Yeah. Or when they stand up too fast, they pee. And that's because, I mean, there's a lot of shit that you goes on down there when the you have a baby. Your yeah, <laughs> like so. But it costs $24 <laughs> for them to make it. And they sell it for two grand. That's crazy. Yeah. It's all about it's all about profit. I feel like this podcast is all about me saying it's all about fucking money well, because that, it is well, I mean, and it's it sucks. Down to this topic at hand, that that is what it's all about. It's basically, like, the premise. everything is profit. Yeah. You look at the United States. You know we're the only country in the entire world that actively fucking commercializes, <clears throat> excuse me, commercializes uh, like antidepressants and stuff like that. You go to the United yeah. Kingdom. You go to Canada. You go to Mexico. They don't have advertisements for like fucking. Xanax and fucking Lobaxaprane and stuff like that. Over here, they actively try and sell that shit. My grandpa, who just passed away fucking a while ago, was on all kinds of medication and shit like that. He's an old man. He don't necessarily know what's going on. He was a little bit out of his mind at the end of his days. He would see these commercials, and he would go up to my mom, who was caring for him when he was in hospice at, at their house, and be like, I need to get this. This is what's happening to me. And my mom was like... Dad, you can't do that. Like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's not okay. Well, uh, and that's a lot of the, the like the vaccine for coronavirus and stuff. They like people. Well, I I'm vaccinated, and people are like, like my parents and other people are like, well, you know, you don't know what's going to happen in like ten years. 
Well, I have an extra tendon that they put into my knee, and I was the second person to ever have it done. Mm-hmm. Who knows what my knee's going to do in fucking five years. Yeah, and I'm not... If it helps you at that... That's that's how the, our society is, though. If it helps you at this time, you're going to so, do it. So, yeah, I'm not against medical advancement or anything like that. I think that these are things that need to happen. We need to have more precautions to do it. There needs to be stricter criteria when approving these kind of devices and medicines at the FDA board because that that meeting you were talking about with Johnson and Johnson on Mm -hmm. the, on the mesh, that was their FDA approval. And those council members were all basically profiting off this in some way. Yeah. One of them was practically what he she was married to the CEO of Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, well, like well, well, she it was invested she was, in their stock. They were yeah, yeah. They she was invested into the stock, but they they were asking all these questions, and the the people that came Johnson and Johnson who were representing them couldn't answer the questions about it. Mm-hmm. They couldn't answer any of any of the questions that yeah. they were asking, and they didn't care. They were yeah, just like they, they were just like okay, well, it passed it, so I guess I guess it's good. Yeah. Like, yeah, and then they, they started no actual proof that, right. at the, at the end of it, they said that what he's saying, how they were joking. They said, well, you know, in 10 years, if they come at us for malpractice, they're going to get us all into a room and interview all of us and ask why we passed this. And, they just and then they all laughed. Yeah. Yeah. That's horrible. That's terrible. Like, it's but terrible. they have, they have the power to do it. They have the power to do it. So when you, I'm just going to go back to that and expand on that a little bit more. Cause when I was watching that last night, that's immediately what I thought of. Cause a big thing I was waiting on with the vaccines was FDA approval and look how fast we got it. Yeah. If, it, if that's the process that it takes for some of these, you know, mm-hmm. that's what some I was of the stuff to get approved, yeah. then, you know, <laughs> how good are they really effectively or just for our better good? Hey, it's when fine. We, I'm going to be I'm going to be able to get compensation. It's fine. I'll be, <laughs> yeah, I'll be yeah. on those commercials. You may be, be al- eligible for compensation. Be, be careful with that. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's one of those things where like fucking we're we're advancing so fast. And like as a society, uh, we, we really are genuinely like intuitive fucking creatures and like we are trying to advance and advance and advance and we do really need to fucking take a little bit more time into like the deliberations and stuff that we have in order to make sure that these things are okay absolutely and that kind of breaks into like the things that we were going to talk to with like the metaverse on 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 facebook and stuff like that that's a lot of issues that things that people are having with the metaverse is like like we're going a little bit too quick here and there's a lot of there's a lot of people who are raising fucking red flags and stuff with it. But if you ask me, I've looked at it. I think that the metaverse is an inherently good thing. It, oh, it's yeah. cool, but it's like somebody somebody bought a yacht, a fake yacht in the metaverse for like what was it six hundred and fifty sure grand? A real yacht. No, no, it was in the metaverse. Was it an NFT? Well, I don't. I don't know if it was an NFT. Yeah. But it was, it was an 650. I don't know. I don't know what she's talking about. I'm not sure if the metaverse is necessarily like meta is. So, from what I, my understanding is, because the, the whole metaverse and fucking meta and stuff, it's a little confusing when you look into it. From what I understand is Facebook is still Facebook. We're still going to have the social media or whatever. But the entire corporation that was Facebook has become meta. And Facebook is now, like, a fucking subgenre of it. Well, well, the metaverse is all through the Oculus. Like, all for, for, through for virtual, virtual reality. reality. It, yeah. it will be. It is not yeah, it's there not yet. yet. It's not ready yet. But there are a lot of websites and games already operating on this quote-unquote metaverse. Mm-hmm. I don't think Facebook has actually implemented what they want to do yet, but there are already stuff that are... Uh... Back off the mic a little bit. Oh. 
there's already um, websites and stuff that are already on it. Like, for example, gamers and artists are about to become pretty rich if they actually get into the metaverse if and NFTs. Well, 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 well NFTs right. are crazy. Absolutely. And if they can figure it out, then, dude, some of these NFTs selling online well, for the metaverse is just. I, I saw I saw this TikTok, which there was this girl. She was like, "I want to make an NFT, and you can get on this website and make an NFT." Mm-hmm. And she went into um, some some app where she can draw and stuff like that, and made this NFT where it was um, googly eyes with big ass lips. And she was like, "I'm gonna see how much I can sell it for." She only sold it for like two hundred dollars, but still, she went in on it and it, she was like, "It took me like barely any time to do it." Yeah. And sold an NFT. I'm like, "How? how yeah. Like." That's crazy to me. How is this actual, well, actual, like, I don't know, like, it's not tangible, like, I don't know how to explain it. Well, but I think a lot of the things that we're, we're, we're getting into, like, the, the NFTs and stuff that are selling for as much, I think it's because it's one of those fucking, uh, like, this is the infancy of it. And because it is the infancy, there are so many people who don't necessarily have access to the technology that because they're so fucking new to it, they're going to make a lot more. I think the whole idea of meta being the meta is that it is going to move towards a globalized fucking thing where everyone can do it. Dude, yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's basically just... From what I see of the metaverse is it's basically the social media that we have now, just with a virtual reality and an avatar behind it where we can actually interact with people through our fucking Oculus around the world and stuff like that. Imagine and people, are, people are concerned about the security and stuff that we're having, but we're it, already having those fucking issues. Yeah, with your your phone's always, your phone's always listening to you. Always Everybody's watching. watching. Always looking at what but you're at. what's crazy to me is I was watching a podcast and they were talking about how the Neuralink mm-hmm. from um, Elon Musk is in the works, just like metaverses, and they're supposed to be released around the same time. Imagine having a chip inserted into your brain and feeling like you're actually in I'm the metaverse. Well, that's like a Black Mirror fucking episode. I'm there for it. I'm, like, I'm cool with the, the, that, the chips think, in my body. Because that's kind of going back to, to the bleeding edge a little me. bit with medical well, devices. That, that's where and I related to. I mean, that's the thing about it. We may be evolving too fast for our own good. Yeah, I, I think so. And, I think and, so. And that's why people are, are a lot are scared of it. But at the same time, like I'm looking at this, and I really don't see much of a fucking issue with what's going on. I think we're ready for it. We fucking connected it. We already don't have a clue what the fuck we're doing with the social media. Not, people are already making money off it. Let's yeah, put that yeah. out. Well, well, how how I was saying, like with social media and stuff, when we were kids, like yes, that's when social media came out, yeah. and we would like MySpace, all this stuff. We were weirdos. And now you have kids that are like fucking yeah. 10 years old that know how to do everything on this right. and know how to like, so and it's crazy. It. Yeah. yeah. Like we, we were like learning, we, we were like the, the grandfathers of fucking social media. Real, for real. Fucking, and, I tell people all the time, I'm like, I love the fucking generation I lived in. Cause like, I remember what it was like to adjust a fucking antenna on the top of my TV yeah. with an analog yeah. signal. And I know what it's like to fucking be a part of Facebook and fucking the, the whole social media thing yep. as it fucking came out. Well, when Facebook came out, everybody was like, ah, I don't know about Facebook. I don't know. I don't know how this is going to work. And now, like, exactly. I have friends who, to get more space on their phone, upload their pictures and stuff to Facebook and all their memories to Facebook. Same. So they, they have it forever. But, I'm, but I told them, I was like, well, you did... Like, people did that with MySpace, and now you can't get into your MySpace account. 
Like, I don't really want to get into my MySpace account because it's probably I think you still fucked can, up. I but... think you still can get into your old MySpace account. MySpace definitely geared themselves towards something different, more of like a music kind of advertising. But music, you can still yeah. get into like, you? your old thing. That's the thing. Well, I, mean, I don't know my password, so it, maybe that's why I can't get in. <laughs> there's a couple like episodes of fucking Your House Are Rules that I have on YouTube and stuff like that that I... I I have deleted just because I needed like space at the time, but I do want to keep everything on like a hard drive and stuff like that. But that, that again goes down with the fucking whole human evolving and stuff like that. I can put it on YouTube, but me, YouTube might be dead in 10 years. Yep. I can put it on a on a hard drive, but the fucking access point to fucking put it into your computer might be obsolete in 10 years. Yeah. So Well, fucking, it's, like the, it's like the new iPhone chargers where they're all USB-C now. Mm-hmm. I don't have hardly any boxes that are USB-C. But it's or or um, the headphone jack on your phone. Right. It's gone. Right. I think it's just one of those things where like we're constantly evolving and we're evolving so fast that we really don't have any other choice but to just kind of fucking technology. We just have to go with it. Be at the will of the fucking billionaires that are which which which, yeah again it goes back to power and money dude. And that and that's (laughs) the one thing that I really do see an issue with like the privacy and stuff like that. Like I don't see how privacy is going to be any different than fucking what we have today with the with Facebook. But it's the people who are profiting that much. Like Mark Zuckerberg, a lot of people have issues with him. I don't necessarily have as much issues with him, but I don't think that he should be the one making as much money in this. He says in the metaverse in like. Uh, initiation thing that they do on YouTube. He's like, he's like, first and foremost, we're here for the people. Okay, if we're here for the people, then why don't you fucking give yeah. six of your fucking seven billion dollars away to fucking the people that you were making this shit? Exactly, for? exactly. I mean, give it to other fucking avenues and shit like that. I understand having fucking revenue to fucking build the fucking process you want to, but you have way more. Well, the thing, then you going in and saying that if you had that money, you say that you would do that, mm-hmm. but to be honest. In reality, if I had that much money, I don't know if I'd be able to do it. I'd do you it. you worked you like you worked for that money, like even the money that I have, I'll give the shirt off my I'm back not, to anybody. But like, I mean that uh, that, that there. I know it's, it's hard difficult. to fucking it's hard to it's difficult to say those things. But at the end of the day, I genuinely fucking am out here fucking making the moves that I want to, not for myself, but for everyone that's fucking around me. Fucking, I put myself above all, but at the same time, there are people around me that are building me and molding me into the well, fucking person that yes, I am, and I want to give back to those. Now, that the, is now, true. Now, when it comes but, down to it, fucking, those aren't the people that, like, I'm talking about when it comes to, like, Zuckerberg giving out, because, like, if he was giving out money, it would be to random people. Yeah, I'm not out here trying to give it to random No, people. that's what I'm saying, is, like, yeah. you know Mark Zuckerberg's family is living well. Yeah. You know that his friends live in well. It doesn't matter if they were wealthy, they are now. They have yeah. to be. Right. It, like, it, it, like say say if I won the lottery tomorrow, hell yeah, I'd take all my friends out. I'd do whatever because I have the money and the means to do that now. Yeah. But, like, say you're a multi-billionaire that, like, you know, you're not just going to, like, yeah, you they give some to charity, but to be honest, it's a tax write-off for them. Yeah. But like, I- they... they they don't give a fuck about but at about point, us. At some point, when you have that much money, when is enough enough? When? Well, that's what that's the issue with money is that you get that power and you get that issue with capitalism. You yeah, you get that you get that adrenaline rush of having that much money and having that much power over anybody, and you get addicted to it. Yeah, it, it sucks. But that's how that's how the human that's how the human mind works. Kind of taking like, it back to where we were though about the metaverse and stuff. Honestly. Imagine Ready Player One. 
You know, what would yeah. it be like if you actually lived in that kind of movie right there? Right. Yeah. And I, dude, I, I've talked about it on the podcast before. That'd be fucking cool, to, honestly. Yeah. But it, it's, there's a fine line. There's, there, there is a potential risk to it. We potentially, in the worst case scenario, we lose our humanity. Because, you know, the generations ahead of us and after us, you, you've already seen it. Our kids, our kids, kids, whatever, our little brothers, sisters, they're so connected with technology around them. And as technology keeps evolving at the rapid rate it is, you're going to see a generation of humans one day fully immersed in virtual reality. But yeah, that, and, that, and that's that crazy. Point, and then at that point, we're not even humans. And fucking, I think that now that we've moved past the industrial revolution or moving into more of this social revolution, that we're starting to fucking evolve into something that is not necessarily fucking homo sapien. It is something that fucking is is something else. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a I'm a proponent of like thinking inward and stuff like that because you know it's no secret that we have fucking global warming and we're fucking doing things to our planet that we mm-hmm. need to fucking do things for and a lot of people are like oh we need to think outward we need to fucking go into fucking the Mars and fucking colonize Mars and shit like that me, so we can fuck up makes, so we can fuck that up too yeah like, me, it makes <laughs> a lot more sense to fucking think inward fucking find a way to fucking have some sort of virtual reality that we can plug into and that way we're able to control the fucking simulation that we are in yeah but you know it, I mean? it, it, if you're talking about that I mean like the uh what is it uh, is it ion like the batteries and shit that those are polluting like teslas and stuff they're yeah. like oh they're really good for the community or for the world and stuff and for um I don't like think we don't Tesla have does that but i know prius but is. okay 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 yeah. like yeah they have gr- garbage fills in fucking yeah, china like, that, like you can't live within 10 miles of them yeah. that's another good and point that's that you what's gonna up. that's yeah. what's gonna happen is like with the metaverse and stuff with virtual reality that's you know how are we gonna run this how, how are we gonna have the power to run this we don't know we're just freeballing it. We're winging it. <laughs> it really is. It's crazy, man. Fucking li- life. But that's just life, man. Fucking, you gotta fucking make decisions. This is scientific method, man. Fuck around and find out. Yeah. Fucking, we're, we we got this technology. We gotta fucking put it out there. We gotta fucking test it out and figure out how the fuck it works. Well, and then yeah. some other technology is gonna come along that's gonna make that obsolete, and we're oh, gonna yeah. have to figure that shit out too. What's crazy is how we're all talking about this and how like like I'm scared about the metaverse and shit like that and virtual reality. Mm-hmm. And actually, like the Neuralink, all that shit. But what's funny is, like, our grandparents, they didn't have all this. Imagine how they thought when a phone came out, where they were like, oh my gosh, I can call somebody that is, like, you know, miles away or mm-hmm. states away. Like, they yeah. probably were scared as well. And we're doing it at, like, exponentially fucking mm-hmm. fast. Oh, yeah. Like, it's yeah. crazy just the, the, the amount of technology that we've had in the past hundred years. It, it's, compared it's aliens. To the thousands of years yeah. of humanity before it. I think, it's aliens. Uh, it's definitely it's aliens. aliens. I think most adults <laughs> who aren't with it already, they're just not going to, and they're just going to get disconnected from yeah us evolving technologically uh, oh yeah. you, as you, a species yeah. like you, my you grandma have to go along my grandma it. still barely knows how to use her phone oh she doesn't want oh, yeah. <laughs> my grandma doesn't know how to she use she doesn't want to put in the effort to learn either yeah. so yeah. a full on virtual reality that's not going to be existent to their and no. well, that's own what, perception. That's what we were yeah. talking about before with like the, the whole like boomers fucking running society and eventually they'll move out. 
Yeah. We're just turning into a new fucking humanity that they won't understand. Once that all fucking dies out, then we'll have the fucking more the more fucking advanced people that are willing to and able to fucking right. do with the thing. Yeah. And then when we get fucking old, our fucking kids will be saying the same shit about exactly. us. Exactly. <laughs> but, well, that's how that's how that's how life is. That's how the world works. So a lot of people may be wondering what are so what are the kind of things that you can actually do in the meta metaverse. Well, I've gone on, I've actually done a little bit inside the metaverse. I'm involved in the sandbox and I play a few different games in the metaverse as well. Um, so basically games are revolutionizing. They are evolving to play to earn. So where there's a point that you can play games and earn crypto for, you know, advancing, winning, whatever. And it's crazy because a lot of these in-game currencies are tradable on certain exchanges like crypto exchanges. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where it's heading towards. These games are also, they come built in with NFTs. A lot of these games you can make NFTs for and everything, like the Sandbox. The Sandbox is probably the biggest website and game out there in the metaverse right now. Right now, you got companies like Tesla, Atari, you got Snoop Dogg invested in the yeah. sandbox. Yeah. Right I now. did see that. Now, see, now when you're talking about stuff like that, Dead Mouse. I, yeah, I, I find that detrimental. Once we start fucking involving fucking money, money. and money. fucking revenue, money and, and power. revenue into it, that's when we have a problem. We're already seeing it, man. Oh, fucking yeah. This younger generation that's coming out that only knows fucking technology and computers and stuff like that, they don't want to fucking go out and fucking work at a window shop like no. I do or something like that. They want to be famous YouTubers You can straight up buy so plots we, of land in the sandbox. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they like have, the they yacht. Have the meta, yeah. they have like the meta, crazy. They have the meta home and the fucking, uh, I can't remember the other one, but the meta world where you can like build your own world and you can build your own house and stuff like that. But... Until we are fucking able to integrate our entire society into a fucking simulation where fucking manual labor no longer exists, that's going to be a fucking problem. Because <laughs> now we're going to have a bunch of kids that are fucking only wanting to fucking get on their fucking metaverse shit and fucking so they can earn cryptocurrency and make a whole bunch of money, but we're not going to have people making fucking food for us to eat. Well, so like how I, there, was a, there was a TikTok where it was like a 10-year-old can make, uh, you know, a million dollars on on making nfts but you can't go out and you can't go out and make that money yeah. no i'm not smart I, I can't i can't do it like they're they're so in in engulfed and knowing how to do this mm -hmm. like yeah if we grew up in that generation hell we probably could be doing it but even yeah. even us we're 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 not even that old but we're old and yeah. in the reality of the world we're old and it just it just comes down to really regulation we need to figure out how to regulate yeah fucking, we have this technology that's fucking coming out but we need to figure out how to make it work you gotta yeah. regulate crypto how, before you can you, regulate the metaverse right. shit. have you have you have you ever watched wally how, oh yeah, we're not that far off. No, no, no. <laughs> That's, crazy. That far off That's crazy. That's crazy because because they 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 all they saw was a screen in front of them. That's mm -hmm. it. And when that screen turned off, they were like what the fuck? Like, because that's all they grew up with was that screen. So in that movie, you know, like robots basically took care of the physical world yeah. in reality. Yeah. And well, and they have robots now that they're coming out with that act and can think and all that stuff just like humans yeah, can. Like Boston and Dynamics. it's crazy. Like yeah. it's like that one. I I can't remember the name that they named it, but it looks like a girl. I mean, have you have you and, seen like the metaverse thing where they're like doing? Because the, one of the things that when I was watching this show earlier. They were trying to figure out how to incorporate, like, hand gestures and shit. Because you have, like, your actual home and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, you can fucking drink a coffee or whatever. They're figuring out how to fucking detect, like, your hand movements and stuff like that. That you can, like, grip a fucking cup in the metaverse. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, like that. and again... The fact that that technology even exists is fucking... 
the the like the Neuralink. That's what's gonna engulf the. That's what's what's gonna make everything come together. You're gonna have a chip in your brain where we you can aliens. you can just <laughs> maybe we are aliens. We You're are. definitely a fucking alien, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you're definitely an alien. An alien to somebody. Yeah, you're an alien, bro. Yeah, goddamn it. Nah, fucking, we may be aliens. If you want to get into that a little bit, we, we can go into it. You aliens know? are real, bro. You can't tell me any different. Well, yeah. They're there. Mexico's just on the southern border. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> Don't forget, we have Kentucky right underneath us as well. You're right. right. Oh, That's God. It. There are some people in Kentucky. I'm like, See, God, you are not the from this planet. States of America. My dad's side of the family, they came from Kentucky. It's, yeah, it's I came from different. Kentucky and Indiana. <laughs> yeah, you know. I've got some Kentucky in me. If I had a sister, I'd fuck her. <laughs> Would you? Yeah, okay. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't put that past you. Let's be real here. What <laughs> fucking family all Co- the time? Country dude. time. You know me and my cousins just straight banging it out. Like, hey, bro, Jack, let's get in a fight. Dude, let's bang it out. <laughs> that Makes one's for fun. you, Jack. Jack, one. That one's for you. So is this micro penis. <laughs> Jack. Yeah, but we just Jesus. derailed so quickly. Right I think I think so the meta. Good. I'm honestly really excited though. Let's be real. I'm really excited for the metaverse because mm-hmm. like I, I am too. I think we're po- potentially entering in a new golden age. Mm-hmm. It's just it's really dicey. It's it, really it's, dicey. It's, but once it is actually solidified and we can actually get some kind of control on it, yep. that's we're evolving as a species and we're exactly. basically evolving with technology at this point. It says if we can keep up with the pace imagine it just it keeps on bringing me back to like futurama and shit man like that episode where they went into like this virtual reality it was that easy like Mm. they had some sort of shit where they could literally just like when fry's fucking with lucy lou is that what you're talking about yeah but like (laughs) (laughs) dude they had uh the professor basically make them eat a pill or something like that or and like they made like a little nano version of themselves and installed it into the virtual reality super wrong but i'm rolling with it i think that's awesome and you can just go in connect but it's it's dicey because then you have these companies and shit like in the show like napster you know like hey you can you know have you spend time with your own celebrity that's how old school futurama is napster became like the yeah, facebook damn. of futurama in old days kidnapped it, 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 it it's cool and i i i'm cool. it's 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 dope really that we'll nice be able to do it. it but again i'm gonna bring it back to the people that are gonna make it horrible and make it bad mm-hmm. are the rich motherfuckers that are just gonna fucking they're gonna they're gonna corrupt it and it's gonna suck. I don't, I don't necess- because I don't necessarily think that it's gonna be the people at the top. I mean, I know that people at the top are gonna fucking find a way to fucking make money off of it. Yes. But at the end of the day, they don't want something to fucking fall around it. It's the people like the fucking Al Qaeda's and the fucking shit like that who get a hold of it. The fucking underground right, people okay. who actively try to fucking find wormholes. And I, did, I didn't think about that. And shit like that. Yeah. Those are gonna be the people who are really detrimental. Yeah, We're I, I didn't to make think sure about that. that we have the fucking people at the top who fucking know how to fucking handle that shit. Another thing is you're gonna have to worry about hackers and everything like that. And people oh, yeah. trying to steal other people's information. That is yeah. probably one of the biggest and of that, my concerns. Well, well hacking the, right now is horrible. That's, oh, one yeah. of the, that's one of the things about the privacy thing that I don't see with it, because they're trying to integrate everything in a digitally. Me, fucking growing up in the era that I did, I know better than to fucking have any type of fucking like digital fucking currency and shit like that. Like, I do have that, but at the end of the day, like, 
You don't I rely have, on I, it. I don't rely on it. I try to make sure that, like, I don't do fucking interactions through fucking PayPal or fucking Venmo and shit like that. Fucking cold hard cash. I have fucking cold hard cash fucking saved up. Fucking it's that rainy day shit. Because at the end of the day, got to, this man. shit could all fail. And then fucking we're in the apocalypse. And fucking if money is still irrelevant at that time, then I'll have the fucking well, money. Well, you know, like, my, my grandparents, they have, like, big coffee cans full of money. Yeah. Just all over. Yeah, still and it, in the fucking yeah, mattress. Yeah, and it's because, like, they, they have instilled that in me, and I assume that your your family, your your grandparents, whatever, instilled that in you that you need that, but in reality, in a few years, it's not far off where that's going to be obsolete. Yeah. Cryptocurrency is already starting that, to go. That's going to yeah. be obsolete. And the thing about crypto that's crazy is that if you lose that code for, like, your wallet or what your virtual wallet, Mm-hmm. You can't get that money. Yeah, you can't get yeah. into it. Uh, you know, I probably have like a couple thousand yeah. dollars in a wallet somewhere from when I was just doing some fuck shit. Yeah, on the dark and, and it's fucking ten years it, ago. And, it, and it's crazy. <laughs> bought, bought some shit with Bitcoin and fucking have a little bit left over, and fucking ten years later, it's fucking went from like three hundred dollars to fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, and and yeah. it's insane because that's all just floating around in the whatever the someone, fuck it is. Like someone could hack your account. And you take don't it know, all. They could change your password. Yeah, they can drain your entire crypto wallet. That's, you know? that's like, the problem with fucking technology and thinking inward. But you know what? I think we fucking beat the shit out of the fucking metaverse and stuff like that. There's a lot to get into. Yeah, it's a big concept. There's a lot to get into. It's something that we're going to expand upon. It's very new, so fucking talking about it is like, We're all just speculating. We'll see what happens and come back to it. Fucking, I just kind of want to know, like, at this point, we got a couple minutes left. We're starting to get up to an hour. I just kind of want to know, like, what y'all been fucking watching? What type of media you've been taking on to? What 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 y'all been liking recently? Bro, Bleach's new series got dropped today. They're gone. They put the Wait, tra- really? They put the trailer out. Back they- away from the mic. <laughs> I, got, I got really excited. He's deep throating that, that shit. <laughs> they just dropped the trailer for Bleach's they, next start. They dropped the trailer. Yes. Yeah, fucking because that. That's a good one because I recently just rewatched the entire Bleach series and you just started Bleach for yeah, the first time. I right? literally just started. I'm really slow with it, but I, I got time. Basically, they said that the ne- the next arc drops October of 2022. Yeah. So yeah. we got time. <laughs> See, I was told that it was coming out in... Uh, Today. No, 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 no. October of 2021 was when it was supposed to release or some uh, shit. And then I fucking, that's why I started rewatching Bleach. And then I got done with it and I looked into it and they're like, no, it's going to be June of 2022. Now it's October of 2022. Yep. That's why, um, that's what the trailer Trash. said. So that's, that's, that's weird because fucking animes are really fucking notorious for like not having release days or anything like that. They just kind of like release them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Plus, uh, Demon Slayer's new arc is finally out, so... Yeah, even though the first seven episodes are just the movie. It's just the movie, but that's cool. They kind of expand on it, what happens behind the scenes while that's going on. Yeah, I need but, to get back into some anime, because all the fucking big shows and stuff are fucking coming back. Yeah, like, I'm telling into. you right now, I, I read through Demon Slayer, and I, I'll only say this. The Red Light District is going to be fucking sick. Oh, yeah. I know you're really into Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer was one of those ones that never really... I mean, it's cool. The art style that they have in the animation is absolutely beautiful. But as for the actual story, it's not quite up to par as some of, like, the Naruto. Oh, yeah. They lack... The story lacks character development. I'll give you that. 
I, I know uh, I can get you an anime. I can't get everyone an anime. I know I can get you an anime, especially with your girlfriend. See, my, my girlfriend's tried, and I, I just, I don't know. We're going to get you Well, okay, motherfuckers, you United, is, motherfuckers is good. That was dope. That's that was a dope show. Anime. But I'm, but I'm talking about, anime, but you're getting like, close. the, the, the dramatics of anime, close. I just am like, that, actually, I can't now, get into it. Now that I think about it, fucking motherfuckers is not anime at all. That's an American built, that's a Western fucking animation, and even the fucking animation behind it has nothing relevant towards the fucking Far East. But, no, if you but never, it does hey, have, it does that, have anime. If you guys have never watched no, motherfuckers, you need to. I agree with you, it's not an anime, but it does have undertones. How? Then the well, let's see. In the action, the art scenes. style is nothing close to action it, and scenes. it's a very, it's a very Western fucking storyline to it. Absolutely, it's that's okay, but it's it's just in the, literally the animation and some of the frames that. The, but the animation is not anime, fucking. The the it's only not. the that's only anime. It's very not, unique. It's, it's very unique style. No, I'm not giving it to you. All right, well, agree to dis- <laughs> the, agree to disagree. The only the only <laughs> the only anime I've ever been able to watch is Full Metal Alchemist. Love it, and Great. I I enjoy Full Metal Alchemist. I but got you, girl. There there are. Did you watch Brotherhood or just the original? I don't know. It was something that I, I would turn you. on when I was you know going to sleep. Need, you know what? We but need I li- I like that. One of these nights when we fucking wind down and shit. Boku no Pico. Death Note. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, okay, yeah. so John John Miller has been trying to get me to watch Death Note since it fucking it's, came out, it's great. and I I don't know like. I'm not even gonna lie. It's, it's not. Even, it's not even one of my favorite fucking animes that there is. But it's one of those ones that like it stands up with regular television shows. Oh yeah, just okay. like Hunter X Hunter. And, I and, and, Hunter I, and, I, and I will. I'll, I'll sit down and I watch it. And I'll Hunter give it a try. I would say Hunter X Hunter, but Hunter X Hunter is fucking. It's kind of shonen. You kind of need to understand the whole yeah. shonen thing. But Hunter X Hunter is that show that like I. It will stand up with any show. Period. Like 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 it. Naruto. I can't watch it. Naruto, I'm like, God, this I is think the stupidest you like thing I've ever watched. And Attack on Titan, I've I tried so my buddy Alex showed me an episode. He was like, You need to watch this. This animation is crazy. And I sat there and watched it and I was like, It's it's anim like I don't know. I don't know how yeah. to and, well, I, I don't know thing, how to get thing, into it. The like, thing about Attack on Titan, here's the thing about Attack on Titan. Fucking that's one of my favorite fucking shows of all time. Attack on Titan, when it first came out, it fucking flipped the whole fucking, like, shonen on its head. Or not, I don't think it's necessarily shonen, but it was one of those things where, like, there's, like, a horror aspect to it. It's really gritty. There's fucking an actual thing where, like, you fear. Like, like these, these are people who are genuinely fucking outclassed in every single way, and then all of a sudden find a little bit of hope. And the fucking first season of it does a really good job of fucking making it, like, these people are just getting battered beaten and fucking bloody fucking shit it's fucking phenomenal then the second and third season come in and i'm not gonna lie it, t- it starts to fucking go on a downward crease for that because then they get into a little bit more of the anime like like the dude fucking the dramatics comp- of it he, is what pisses to, me off he's able to compete with some of these monsters and stuff like that and they're fucking learning shit and stuff like that and it gets a little bit weird and then the fourth season which is the final season that fucking comes in they come out swinging I'm telling you, the when I watched the fucking first half, because there's a part one and part two of the final season, the fucking part one of the final season is some of the best writing that I have ever seen. Really? Like, like it's literally, they do a time skip, and it's just like fucking bonkers, all the shit that happens. Yeah, my buddy I, Gibbs, I, just, I just haven't watched it. My so. buddy Gibbs down in Tennessee uh, last week, I was like, have you fucking... You watched Attack on Titan. I was like, have you caught up on the last season? He's like, I watched like two or three episodes. I was like, you need to finish it. And fucking, actually, the day after I left, he fucking hit me up. He was like, yeah, I finished that. He was like, you were right. 
<laughs> right. Yeah, man. it's absolutely well, nuts. Was it you that reposted on Facebook the art installations that Universal mm-hmm. uh, Japan did? Mm-hmm. Those are dope. Yeah. But that's in, that's that's tangible. That's real. Like like that's real life. Like art. Like the dramatics of actual anime. Like and full even Full Metal Alchemist, where like he get he's you know he's a hothead and then he starts freaking out and I'm like that's stupid. Like why are you being so but dramatic that, about something dumb? It's it's comedic relief. Really. I, I, I know. That, like I can't. I, this is not my comedy. Like I can't. I can't laugh at that. See, like I feel here's it. the thing. Full Metal Alchemist has some of like those comical overtones and shit. Attack on Titan's completely different. Attack on Titan is a dark show. I've watched a few fight scenes of it, and it, no, it's, it's no, cool, no, no, but no, like... No, no, sweetie, the fight scenes are not where it's at in fucking Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan is the fucking dark over. Did you just call me sweetie? Yes, I did. You want to fuck? you said some stupid shit. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, guys. We're, we're, derailing fast. we're derailing fast as fuck here. So uh, go ahead. What have what, what you been watching on? What you been fucking playing on? What you, what you, what you been doing? Uh, to be honest, man, I just fucking work. I get home and I'm dog tired. Like, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. just tired. And I'll, I like, I mean... I like turning on like The Office or like Golden Girls. Love me some Golden Girls. Golden Girls. God damn, I love me some <laughs> Betty White. You can't go wrong Did you know Betty Office. White's about to turn? I think a uh, hundred. That's crazy. That's wild. She could still get and it. When she dies, she I'm could a- still get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Betty White could get every fucking millimeter of this theater, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, dude. When she Betty White dies, though, I'm gonna I'm gonna be bro. devastated. I love Betty White. Uh, <laughs> but to be so, honest, if I'm not working, I'm fucking hanging out with fucking this guy. Yeah, God. Yeah, just being a DJ. Uh, or fucking DJing. Like I spend a lot of my time finding new music, uh, watching watching YouTube videos on production because I'm trying to produce music. Yeah. But God damn, that's hard. But yeah, that's about it, man. Yeah. You've recently started breaking into a new form of DJing. I don't know if you're going to stick with it. I don't know. I I tried it out at here's, here's the thing, Bailey. Fucking when I see you doing your your DJ thing and you do well or whatever, but when I'm down in Tennessee and like I see fucking the promoter of the show that you were playing saying Shout out to Redline. She literally had the fucking set of... You had the people in the palm of your hand. Yeah. That's what he fucking posted. Yep. Me and Sam have been telling you this for a while. Well, well, start playing some of the shit you play bro, around. Well, so the palm of my hand, the set of the play. night... Play, you know what the set of the night was? Melodic. Dude, yeah. I played a whole melodic set. Exactly. The last set. And it crushed. And yeah. I love playing that. But bitches were creaming it, it, their jeans. If that's what that's what Hunter kept saying. <laughs> uh, like that, like like that girl that came up to me and was like Redline. I'm like, hey, my yeah. name's Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, fucking, that's, but, that's the thing though. You start mixing it up a little bit. People fucking hear the shit and they're like, ah, this is something different. And if it's good, then fucking people will resonate with that. Yeah, especially yeah. in a house full of rhythm, man. They're like, fucking yeah, well, rhythm and house, baby. Yeah, rhythm and house. I, Y'all suck. I, I, I don't. When people get used to a certain sound and you see and you hear somebody just completely shake up the game, you know, people well, are gonna turn what, heads. What Spilly says is that I play rhythm. I play some rhythm, but I don't play all rhythm. I play. I Mad Frog up. is predominantly. No, no, I know I Mad Frog think. is. Dude, dude, but Bailey, like Bailey, the stuff that you play around us is completely different. No, I know, but I I and was your told. Your sets are usually mostly rhythm. I was told uh, at that space camp set, a guy walked up to me, no clue who he was, came up and said, "Hey, I've seen you play at Scully's before." He's like, I'm usually predominantly in Columbus, but I've I I came down for this show, and he goes, "The reason that I like your sets." 
is that you don't just pound people in the face with rhythm. He's like, you take it up, you bring it down, you give people time to rest, and you bring it back up and punch them in the jaw, then you come back down. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's how I think all DJ sets should be. Take them for the a DJ set ride. that you yeah, played at the barrel. Ride. That's yeah. what I try to do It's a musical journey. It's a journey. journey. Bring them up, give them a couple long fucking spaces where fucking there's a huge build up and it fucking goes into a banger. Give make them cry, yeah. make them horny, yeah. do what you want. I mostly make them cry hesitated for that for a second well, are you well, sure uh, you kind of do both to me yeah. oh i know i do one better than the other to you i Sam. thought i'd let you know yeah. okay glad yeah. we're on the same yeah. page here <laughs> but <laughs> well, <you> just, <laughs> episode 30 <laughs> y'all y'all have a fucking great night. have a wonderful night uh, merry love christmas happy holidays <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wasn't planning on ending it there, but here we are. That's a hell of a way to end it.